Welcome to the Marketing Agility Podcast. Come join us as we explore how leading marketers are using agile management approaches to keep up with an increasingly social and real-time world. Hello, and welcome to the Marketing Agility Podcast. I'm John Cass, author of Strategies and Tools for Corporate Blogging and the PR Communications Blog. This is the second Marketing Agility Podcast, and today I'll be talking with Frank Days, Head of Social Media at Noel, about his experience with Agile Marketing. We started this podcast uh, as a place where marketers can discuss, debate, and learn about ways people are adapting the principles of agile project management to meet the needs of an increasingly social uh, and uh, real-time marketing world. Uh, But Frank Days is my guest uh, today and my co-host of the Marketing Agility podcast. He's head of social media at Novell and author of the uh, Agility Marketing blog and the Tangy Slice uh, blog. Welcome to the podcast, Frank. Oh, thanks, John. It's great to be here. Um, Frank, you inspired uh, this conversation uh, and the podcast about uh, Agile Marketing. Um, When did you first hear about Agile Marketing? Well, I don't know if I even heard of it as a category per se. You know, I had, first of all, it stemmed from some behavior that I had done in managing marketing teams probably six or eight years ago when I was marketing VP in a series of venture funded startups. And, you know, those organizations ran agile for project product development, you know, on the product side of the house. And, uh, I was never a huge fan of writing marketing plans. I never really much liked them. And I always found that whether it was a patience thing or realizing that it was a lot of wasted effort, we just never ran it. We never ran uh, in a place where we wrote 10 and 20 page marketing plans. And we always kind of by default ran the teams in an agile way. It wasn't until I, I got to know developers a lot better where I learned about the agile methodology and realized that we were running kind of a modified agile methodology without even knowing it. Once you started thinking about agile and applying some of those, some of the methods that you were already using, how did that? Well, I, I mean, some of the things that it helped is trying to understand the methodology, understand the motivations, and trying to get the team to to think about how it can improve the performance of the team. Um, you know, for for me, it's it hasn't been quite as dogmatic as some of the, the development teams that I've seen. You know, for us, it's really been more about simply uh, scrumming on a regular basis and, and planning on a 30-day window and, and taking advantages, take advantage of the, the basic um, advantages of using Agile. Um, how have using techniques um, uh, played out uh, in the companies that you've worked at? Well, you know, in different companies, it's been, it's worked, been more readily adopted. You know, there was, in my last full-time position before Novell when I was COO at First Giving, we used Agile for marketing pretty regularly. And that was always very effective because we had a small team. There were, you know, five of us who were pretty regularly scrumming. And, you know, for us, it really kept us moving very quickly and it enabled us to turn things around more quickly. Here at a place like Novell, you know, which is, you know, traditionally a waterfall-like environment, we have, you know, we are a a public company. We have annual and quarterly planning. Um, we tend to do our marketing planning on six-month windows. Um, trying to be agile has been 
really more on a pilot project, project by project basis. And we've done it on a few projects. And, you know, I think the results have been good in that we've been able to get things moving more quickly. Um, but I still think there's, you know, kind of that ongoing tug of war between trying to plan, which is the default behavior, which most people are pretty used to and comfortable for, and being more agile, which is what people want, but, you know, trying to find a way to kind of reconcile those two things. So you almost need a, a halfway point between the two. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that's the thing I wonder about. It, it, can you be can you be proverbially half pregnant? Can you be an agile world and a waterfall world at the same time? I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, on a broader scope, why do you think agile marketing is becoming important? Well, I think it's some of the things we talked about in our first podcast, right? It's the velocity of uh, communications, the expectations of your customers for responsiveness um, between social channels and search engine marketing and blogging. I mean, things move just so much more quickly than they did even five or 10 years ago. And I think as a marketer, you need to be a lot more responsive. We need to be a lot more responsive to, to the market. We need to be able to predict what's going to happen. I, and I don't know that we can predict what's going on in the market nearly as well as we could five or 10 years ago. So we need a new methodology in the form of agile to, to help us be more responsive. And, and I think the key ad, the buzzword agile gets thrown around a lot in the marketing environment, but not necessarily in the same way that that word is used in, in a development environment. Do you think that in part because marketers, and developers can get feedback much more easily because of the internet and social media. Um, it means that you're in a competitive situation where other companies can turn around quite faster. So it puts more pressure on your own company to, to go faster. Does it put more pressure on companies? Sure. It does put pressure on companies to be more agile, but companies are not necessarily, marketers particularly, are not necessarily more agile because of that pressure. I mean, having these social channels out there and being pretty active on, say, like Twitter or Facebook or in your, you know, a, whether it's a proprietary customer community, I mean, that's certainly one step. That's one way companies are more agile because they're conversing and talking with their community on a regular basis. But, you know, thinking about actually physically running your marketing team, actually running your programs in an agile way, that's a pretty, you know, using agile marketing, agile management methodologies is a very big change for the way that most marketers work today. And um, how do you think, how do you think we're going to develop a, a good methodology for, for agile marketing? How, how do you think that, um, um, marketers will be able to um, maybe come together and um, and learn from one another. Yeah, I mean that's a good question. I, I don't know. I mean that's something I know you and I have talked about offline. And you know, I wonder if agile, the methodology, it's fairly mature, right? I mean, as I talked about in our previous podcast, you can hire consultants, and there are many books about it. How agile will be adapted for marketers uh, is a good question. I think there's a really small number of bleeding edge, super early adopters who are experimenting with, with agile right now. Um, over time, I, I think that the larger discussion will emerge online and, and things will come, will come from it. You know, I, I think even the most basic things, the agile manifesto, which is kind of the core document, the proverbial Bible of the agile development community, that agile manifesto has, you know, 20 some odd signatures and it's, well, well circulated. I look in the social media world, there's been two or three different individuals who have gone out 
and written blog posts on, on their personal blogs, individual blogs about a proposed agile marketing manifesto. Um, what will it take for a group of people to come together? That's a good question. And, uh, come up and come to a common agreement on it? Is it a Wikipedia kind of question or is it a, everyone shows up at the same trade show and we have a, a meeting that where it consolidates? I don't really know the answer to that. Well, um, if it's anything that takes a lead from the Agile manifest, we apparently all have to go to the city. We all have to go to uh, a ski lodge for a weekend and <laughs> go skiing. Well, it's nearly ski season, so maybe that's a, not a bad idea. I know there aren't probably not a lot of skiing down in North Carolina where you are, so I don't know the easy answers to that. No, I don't know the easy answers. Hope, hopefully, hopefully not, but um, North Carolina is definitely not like um, Boston in, in being able to dig out quite so easily. But um, do you think that a manifesto would be something that would um, would uh, inspire the uh, the community in the same way that the Clue Train Manifesto inspired so many communications people and marketing people uh, to look at the ideas around social media. I mean, that could be a start. I, I think Clue Train Manifesto, when was it written? 98, 99, 2000, 2001? Yeah. I mean, that document was written, was out there for quite a long time, and it wasn't until you know, blogging started to become prolific in, what, 2003, 2004, 2005, and then the explosion of, of public social channels like Facebook and Twitter, 2005, 2006, 2007. Um, I don't know if it's the manifesto. I mean, the manifesto is probably one part of the ecosystem, but it's almost like the building a groundswell, which is maybe the bigger question that has to happen. Uh, perhaps then it, it's it's about looking at the case studies that are out there and seeing who are the leaders in this area. Certainly, and there's always those early reference stories become crucial for to go from early adopters to pragmatists, right? The proverbial crossing the chasm, as people say. Um, the reference stories and the whole product offerings are really crucial. And right now, I mean, we're just not even close to that. I mean, there's in, when, when IDC was doing their report back in the spring, they went out and interviewed a few people, but there weren't even very many people for them to talk to from a case study standpoint. Obviously, we're going to try to get some of those people onto this podcast so we can have some interesting conversations about where they're at and how they're going down that road. Um, but amazingly, there aren't that many people out there who are operating marketing teams in an agile mode. Um, so uh, I think you're right, Frank. Uh, I, I think it's a case of, um, of putting that's the reason why and more the reason why we put this podcast together is to go and explore more uh, case studies. Um, um, about how agile marketing is being used. So I want to I want to thank you uh, as we look forward to um, those more conversations for for speaking with me today here at the uh, Marketing Agile Podcast, and um, we'll talk to you next. Great. Time. Well, thanks, John. It's great to be here.